0: Welcome back to Elevated Inspiration. We're still in our love series. The subject today is love for us. You know, this is a great lesson. I just can't wait to get into it. So right now, to jump right into our listen. You know, I put a topic up here. The first thing I want you to do is I want you to think different. So I entitled this, we must think differently than the world, especially as believers. Because when the first thing you talk about, think about, is revenge is a natural impulse. When someone do you wrong, first thing you want to do is get revenge on that individual. However, the Savior, he calls us to something very different, a new way of living in the world. So we have... We have the Sermon on the Mount, and we have the Sermon on the Plain. The Sermon on the Plain depicts the way of life expected for all believers, not just a few, but for all believers. So the Sermon on the Plain is found in Luke the sixth chapter, but we are very familiar with the Sermon on the Mount. That's where you have the Beatitudes. That's where you have blessed are the pure in the heart. Um, you have so many different things there. However, some scholars believe it is the same We're going to take the approach that these are two different events So the Sermon on the Plain if you actually look at it, it comes after an encounter With the Pharisees when Jesus have encountered the Pharisees If you actually look at Luke the sixth chapter verses 1 through 11, you'll see that the Pharisees are battling with the Sabbath where Jesus actually took his disciples and went and plucked corn, uh they ate and even Jesus healed a man on the Sabbath. And they were all up in rage because he was breaking the Mosaic law. And then he leaves and he goes to pray. And then the next day is where we start in verses uh 13, where he comes and he talked to his 12 disciples. So, even though there's a large group of people there, jesus focused these verses directly to his disciples so let's start let's look at these verses all right the first one is is verse 27 but i say unto you who hear love your enemies now that is that is totally contradictory in return for hatred jesus is saying love your enemies and then he says bless and pray In other words, if you have enemies, you need to bless them instead of cursing them. You need to pray for them that actually use you. And the next thing is forgiveness and be generous. You know, this is totally contradictory to the way the Pharisees was teaching. Not so much forgiveness, but generous because there are so many different things. If, if someone do evil to you, you need to turn around and do evil to them. And Jesus is taking this opposite to him who strikes you on one sheet off of the other. And then look at the third verse. Give to everyone who asks of you and from him who takes away your goods, do not ask them back. That is amazing. Because, see, what the Jews was looking for in the Messiah, they were looking for a material leader. They was looking for a man that could conquer to move out the Romans. They was looking for, in other words, another revolt. Someone like Maccabees, who in 167, 160 B.C. was a leader who rebelled against Rome. They was looking for that type of individual. But Jesus showed just the opposite. So, I think this picture right here sums it up. Enemies, neighbors, friends, love them all. We can stop right here because that is what the lesson is really centered around. Love them all. So, when we think about love them all, I pulled this scripture here. And I want to just read this to you because this is from the message. This is, here is a simple rule of thumb for behavior. Ask yourself what you want people to do for you. That's the golden rule then grab the initiative, do it for them. If you only love the lovable, do you expect a pat on the back? run of the meal centers do that. If you only help those who help you, do you expect a medal? Gordon variety centers do that. If you only give for what you hope to get out of it, do you think that's charity? Wow, the stingiest of pawnbrokers does that. The stingiest of pawnbroker does that, and then I like this. I like God's children. I tell you, here it is: love your enemies, help them without expecting no return. You're never, you're never. I promise, regret it. Live out this God-given identity the way our Father lives towards us. Our, the way our Father lives towards us, generously and graciously. Even when we are at our worst, our Father is kind. So be kind. In other words, and we see this, God rains on, when it rains, it rains on the just and the unjust. He doesn't differentiate. And we must act like God's children right here on earth. So something to think about. In what context today is the given command in Luke six thirty-five about love your enemies is limited by the prohibition that we find in 2 John 9 through 11. Now 2 John is just one book, one chapter. So if you look at those verses, look at it and see if there's any contradictory there. And then i want you to dig a little bit deeper should the answer that question be the same for all christians why or why not and then think about this what guardrails can we erect to keep our motives pure regarding expectation of reward you know many times we find ourselves giving because we want to be blessed we find ourselves doing good because we want to go to heaven so This question right here is saying, how can we erect guardrails to keep our motives pure? Then dig a little bit deeper. What scriptures help you most in this area? And then this question, what part of today's text do you find most difficult to apply personally and why? You know, I can't help but to think about when I watch the news, special cable news, when we see the contradictory and we see Seem like all of the hate that's going back and forth, especially um, now in our election that's going to take place in November. So, my question to you is who can you confide in to help you overcome this difficulty? So, I think there's a challenge. There's really a challenge for the discipleship. This passage that we just read is exceedingly difficult to put into practice. Love your enemies in order to apply the savior's words we must reject the common thought through thought processes so we got to think differently which leads us to regard this sermon on the plane as impractical and unrealistic because there are so many people say you can't do that today that was back then but the same devil the same opposition the same desires was in that day As it is this day, so I challenge you to practice what we just went through. So, hey, I think this was a great scripture. Uh, The savior, the thought to remember is the savior calls us to a new way of life. I want you to think different. Here's two questions that we're going to discuss on Sunday. question is does failing to love the unlovable indicate a lack of love for God and then the second question is why is saying we love different than action that demonstrate love for a person why is saying we love different than action that demonstrates love for a person hey this has been great I keep this under 10 minutes I have a Zoom session on Sunday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. The meeting ID is listed there and the passcode is listed. Hey, this has been great, you all. I see you in Sunday school.